Good afternoon, Facebook Ball is Life podcast. Welcome to the fifth episode of A Step Back. My main man, Jacob Moses, and our special guest, host of Dong City, Life Group Monopoly founder, Max. Henry Maldonado Jr. Welcome, bro. Let's How you go, doing? Let's go. What's good, family? You know, we're doing doing well over here. You know, it's a we're in stuck in quarantine, stuck in isolation. <laughs> yeah, man. You ain't kidding. Tough times out here. I got my son Jay with me. The times are so right? hard. I'm gonna do a podcast with Pops. That's how rough shit is. <laughs> Since we're uh stuck in hiatus, thank you, Rudy Gobert. <laughs> oh, you motherfuckers! You going hard already? Yeah, we have to we have to go to the uh, off season content real early. This motherfucker, <laughs> Rudy, done fucked up, man. Big time. I tried. Right. I tried to defend him the other day. Then I sat back and I was like, oh, "Like, yo, you can't be mocking shit and then be the nigga that get it, you know?" So. <laughs> Left with that, you know, this guy, Rudy, touching microphones, <laughs> locker room players, all of that. My man messed up the entire league. Yeah, it's a bad look, man. Um, I don't think you can uh, make light of the situation. And then, you know, in hindsight, of course, you know, but you go back and you look at him touching the mics and, and having fun with the media. It's a real bad look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it... As bad as a look as it was, it also shed light to the seriousness yeah. of the disease. You know, how how fickle it is, you know. Yeah. After Gobert, Donovan Mitchell tested positive, which afterwards led to the entire league yeah. leading to tests. And mm-hmm. turned out four Nets players were uh, transacted with disease. One of them, Kevin Durant, face of the league. Figures. What do you do? Touch somebody's ass? He slapped somebody in the ass too hard and called in? What the fuck? What? Well, you know, he, he had a weak immune system anyway, so. Yeah, that's true. JaVale McGee got it too, and he, I think his is a little more serious because he has chronic asthma to begin with. Oh, damn. So I know JaVale McGee tested positive, Christian Wood. There was a few of those yeah. that tested positive. Mm-hmm. Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart, yeah. Marcus Smart, yeah. Christian Wood from the Pistons. Yeah. There was, um, I was reading an article, I can't remember, I want to say the New York Times or the Washington Post that was criticizing the availability of the NBA players getting tests because, you know, I guess it kind of looks like because they got money, they're able to get tests faster than the general public who may not have access to those kind of resources. Um, I don't know how true it is. You know, I know they're manufacturing tests left and right here in New York and New Rochelle, they have a, a drive through center. I think they opened up a drive-through testing center in Jacoby Medical Center as well in the Bronx. You know, tests are becoming more readily available, and it's, it's you know the last two to three weeks have just been you know changed life, not just sports. You know, but uh, our life has been changed. You know, on this axis, so it's we all adjusting. So it's crazy. Yeah, this is a rough spot to be in, considering how easy this transmits, and nobody knows the end date, and that's what's so scary. Yeah, exactly. You know, even if you stockpiling the store, you know, you go to the store, you start stockpiling shit. You be stuff that you always see on the shelves. Ain't nothing there. You know, mm-hmm. I went to the hood bodega, you know, not too long ago. They ain't have no spam. You know, you, <laughs> you can always get spam in the hood, man. You, I couldn't get no spam. <laughs> Where's spam at? You know, with the spam? Everything they they left the bad spam, the turkey spam, the biggest spam. You know, they. Oh, they man. I was like, damn, shit is real if you can't get no spam in the hood, man. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty bad, man. They're limiting people to two per item and yeah. no can we get Lysol wipes, hand soaps, no sanitizers. You look around and the toilet paper. Spot. it's fucking crazy, man. I, I don't know how the toilet paper came about. Um, like, what's the deal with Everybody's just saying we need toilet paper. Like, what was that? What made it the go-to item? That's what I want to know. It's just crazy. It's not a virus that attacks your, you know, digestive system. I don't get why toilet paper became the hot item. Man, I'm trying to figure that out myself because I went to Target last week about 8 o'clock in the morning. Started out of five people. Led to about 100 
like five minutes before. Everybody ran for toilet paper. Yo, you can't even get the cheap shit, the one ply, the shit that, you nope. know, when you wipe and pop through, you can't even get that, man. <laughs> you can't get the cheap shit. You can't get the good shit. You can't get the quilted oh, You can't get nothing. You get like the, the what was it, the Food Town brand, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, oh, it's ridiculous. No, but the good thing is, you know, we have, uh, we have players and, and owners stepping up in the NBA um, donating, you know, money to, you know, the concession workers and the, the, the staff, the hourly staff to make sure that they get paid during this. Um, Mark Cuban has been out in the forefront. Mm-hmm. You know, every time something pops, Mark Cuban always does the right thing, says the right thing. And, and, you know, he's somebody that not just as a sports owner, but, you know, as a person, you know, he always seems to do the right thing. And then, you hope everyone takes that lead, you know. Mark Cuban gets what it's about and taking care of those middle-class workers that he has that run his arena. So, you know, it's good to see people stepping up. It really is. Coming right to that, uh, many of the players have stepped up. Kevin Love, uh, Zion Williamson, Giannis, each contributing $100,000 to the, yeah. to their efforts. He ain't and making no money yet. Especially Zion on yeah. a rookie contract. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Making a couple hundred grand. I know he got a, a few endorsement deals making some millions, but let's be real, Zion, Zion don't got the money that the other dudes got. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was glad that he's his at his age, he's able to get it right away. So, you know, it's, it's a positive thing to see. And Rudy Gobert, the uh, epicenter, he, he donated 500000 I didn't know that. Yes, he did. Okay. 500 Damn. Okay. 500. Okay. I, I mean... He's still fucked up, but yeah, I mean, he was a real life like Frank Grimes, you know, just mm-hmm. going around. <laughs> oh, it's not gonna electrocute me. That's it. <laughs> Jay, uh, I'm looking at the comments, and, and Randy told Jaden get out of here. I think because of the jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the jerseys are hurt. I mean, kind of hurt wearing this Nick jersey, but uh, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm doing it in support. I mean, I, I think when I throw on Nick's gear, I kind of understand. <laughs> How Jacob feels rooting for the Mets, man. This shit is rough. <laughs> this life is. Strange. It don't hurt that the fuck. It don't hurt help that the colors are the same too, man. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 I get it, man. I, I get. I get it. it it's, it's it's brutal out there. Mm-hmm. You gotta rep your team. You know, Jay was young, you know, and he chose the the Heat. You know, I had to talk with him as a pops. Like, you can't be doing that Felipe shit and, and rooting for different people. Oh, shit. You know, you got. <laughs> One team, one sport, that's your team. You choose your team and you rock with your team, and he's been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Learning loyalty at early age. I he respect that. He on camera. He's shook. I ain't never seen that nigga this stiff in a minute. The <laughs> 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 championship three is in a row. One, two out of three. There you go. You're killing it right now. And we got, yeah, a, we got a young core, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, Butler out there is uh, re- really – yeah, but but going going back to the owners doing it, um, you know, in the comments, people say that the owners can afford to pay people, which they absolutely can. You know, the the millionaires are stepping up, but you know, some of the billionaires are as well. Not as many as I'd like to see. You know, I think uh, every team owner should pay every hourly employee mm-hmm. on strength. You know, the people that clean them bathrooms, the people that sweep, people that stock everything, the concession workers. You know, when we when we leave a game. You know, they're back there two, three hours after we leave, cleaning shit up, taking care of the arena, making sure everything's good for the next game. So, you know, those people need to be taken care of. Absolutely. Right. The, the Nets, I believe, have uh, paved their hourly employees until May. Okay. Uh, the Magic have donated $2 million, uh to their workers, as far as I'm concerned. So... A uh, few more have stepped up, not all, but even that. I mean, that sounds like a lot of money, but two million for hourly employees. Let's say you get fifteen dollars an hour employees. You know, you you have on a given night a couple of hundred employees in an arena. You know, right. two mil. I don't know how long two mil covers. Maybe a month or two, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a nice gesture, but you know, they they should say, "Yo, we're gonna cover whatever." time these people lost exactly we're going to make sure we cover that they get a steady paycheck as if they were working a regular season considering there's no end date in in sight it's hard Mm -hmm. to determine where how much they should pay 
I mean, the MLB is doing that already, and you know, we'll exactly. get that on Monday on Dong City, um, cheap plug. But <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll talk about that Monday. But yeah, NBA play, um, MLB owners are, are donating a million each. Mm-hmm. You farting over there? <laughs> <laughs> I, think somebody, I think there's somebody's phone there. Shit. Nah, uh, also, I want to see. Oh, let me. I want to see Dolan do something actually, because dude, your team was the most oh, profitable man. team in the league for what four billion, mm-hmm. and you didn't do anything yet. You didn't Dolan to do some cheap shit like host a, a a charity benefit that he plays out. You know, with exactly. his band and shit. You know, <laughs> no, I ain't fucking with Dolan. Uh huh. That's the thing. Try to like fix your image a little bit you know it's taken a hit over the past what oh excuse me 20 years yeah 30 yeah dolan got me disgusted man yeah that dude is. i will say he throws money at the problem which is what you want your owner to do but mm-hmm. you know, he chooses the wrong dudes every mm-hmm. time never ends oh man do you, got, do you guys have a guys believe the league will be coming back I personally think the league is done for the season. Uh, yeah, I have to agree. I can't see them going, you know, two months, three months, and then, oh, let's start it up at the end of June. Dudes are going to be out of shape. That's if, you know, if they don't keep themselves in shape, how is it going to look? I mean, just go ahead with the lottery, I guess, and go ahead with the draft. That's it, pretty it, much what you have to go by right now. It's nothing you really can do. It's wild because from the time that the NBA – you know, postpone the season or can't or, or put it on pause. Things haven't gotten better; they've gotten worse. You know, mm-hmm. you have entire cities and states like Los Angeles, the entire state of Cali. You know, I think on a forty-eight hour shutdown. Mm-hmm. Here in New York, they just you know they put a pause on non-essential employees to stay home. Yep. So you know things aren't getting any better; they're getting worse. So I, I can't possibly see uh, a situation that. We come back from, you know, throw in the fact that fans are going to be scared, man. Like, let's be real. We're, we're keeping away from our family and, 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 you know, niggas in the hood, man. Imagine going mm-hmm. to a stadium that holds 20, 30,000 people. Nobody wants to do that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I think the league this year is done, with, which sucks because I, I would have liked to have seen that storybook, you know, Lakers winning the chip for Kobe moment, which I kind of just thought was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the season's done. Yep. In which case, we are stuck in our houses for the most part for at, at least a month, you know, I would say. Playing ball like that. Kobe. <laughs> yeah, just running around the house throwing socks in the hand. Kobe, you know, just throwing shit around, throwing stuff at the kids. Means you guys need something to do. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, watch some movies, uh, let's do some music. We like to suggest some uh, movies that you know you can spend time with your family with. Bleacher Report had a list of uh, top 15 movies, uh, but you know I somewhat agree with. Mm-hmm. 15 was Semi Pro, with uh, Will Ferrell, Woody Harrelson, and uh, Andre 3000. It's a comedy. It's about hour and a half, hour 45 minutes long. And it's pretty funny. Features <laughs> topics to ABA. NBA merger. It's uh, pretty decent. I, I got some laughs on it. Yeah, your, your classic slapstick comedy, you know. Mm-hmm. Definitely uh, wasn't too bad. Yeah. Um, Jackie oh. Moon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, was surprised, I was surprised at 14 because I actually liked Uncle Drew as nothing but entertainment. Like, it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you got to see actual NBA players, you know, having fun, man. They had an element. Uh, I, I enjoyed Uncle Drew quite a bit. What do you guys think? Um, it was it was pretty decent to me. Uh, I liked uh, Lil Rel Howery. He was in it. Uh, Nick Kroll. It was, you know, I got my laughs in. Reggie Miller made an appearance. Mm-hmm. Good hour and a half. Of... Reggie Miller was pretty funny, man. Yeah. Yeah, so... It was bits and pieces I saw of it. I got to actually go through the movie to kind of, it was something I was doing around the house and I was trying to watch it. So I don't really have too much to say on it, but it seemed like it was okay for what it was. So I'm going to go back and revisit it. Let's kind of skip through some of these real quick so we don't. Yeah. Like Mike, 
Okay. Yeah, get shit all the way out of here. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll pass on that. Out of here with that uh, twelve blue chips. Now, blue chips. Yep. I think you like blue chips depending mm-hmm. on your age. Oh, I loved it. I think if you're our age and blue chips mm-hmm. came out when you saw a penny, you all oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> And then Shaq was in there. Just I love story. blue chips. So I, you know, personally, I think. You know, being 12 was a little, eh. I was a fan. We got 11, Finding Forrester. I don't think I ever saw that one. I've never seen that one. So Finding Forrester is the equivalent to Goodwill Hunting. And oh. uh, Sean Connery and uh, I forgot the, the basketball player's name. But it's along those lines with, a, you know, a troubled uh, teen and a hard-headed coach uh, on the lines of Goodwill Hunting with uh, Robin okay. Williams and uh, Matt Damon. I, I never saw that one. I'm gonna have to see. It. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look that up. Ten, Should have got time to do it. Ten basketball diaries. That movie to me was fantastic, and Leo DiCaprio's probably my number one favorite actor. Mm-hmm. To me, that should have been much higher up on the list. I agree. Yeah, uh, young Leo, young Mark Wahlberg. They uh, they really st- steal the show. I forgot Mark Wahlberg was in that movie. Yep. One second. Uh, number nine, The Way Back. Never seen it. Uh, that's a recently, that's a new movie with uh, Ben Affleck. Uh, it's along the lines like Coach Carter. Was it any good? Uh, it's just, it's a new release, so it, it's supposed to be in the movie theaters, but you know, since oh, wow. they're closed, you know, it's, it's not even got, available for stream. They got this ranked higher than uh, Blue Chips and, and which Black. is crazy. I'm gonna have to take a look at this. I could catch that on my stream master, which I saw right here. Hit me up for those. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, num- number eight. Come on. Number eight got to be in the top five. I'm sorry. Just on the strength of what it is, and they're remaking it Space Jam. <laughs> yeah. Space Jam number eight, man. Yeah, that's, that's kind of crazy. I'm. I see a lot of people get a lot, uh, give a lot of flack for it, but it, it was a good movie, especially at the time it was. You know, MJ coming back, even though I hated that motherfucker, he still kissed my ass to this day. Yes, sir. <laughs> but yeah, he was basically him coming back. The story, you know, Bugs Bunny had the whole Looney Two gang. Plus, they had the stars, Ewan, Space, Space Sean Jam was yeah, Space Jam had animation, <laughs> it had real shit, it had ball players. Mm-hmm. You had R. Kelly, the R. Kelly that everyone liked. You know, <laughs> that's a whole nother, that's, that's a pop culture podcast to talk about that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I thought Space Jam should have been, should have been ranked a little higher. I mean, Number we're living through Space Jam right now. Facts. That's know. true. <laughs> Number seven. Again, this is one of those movies that, depending on your age group, like to me, I loved it. Above the Rim with Tupac. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, Wayne Martin. Rim, yeah, I mean, was the shit, man. Yeah. This movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is actually one of the first movies where Tupac actually showed you his artistic range. That's true. You know, it was this that was juiced. That you know, Tupac was just—he was an artist. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that should have been ranked a little higher. Oh yeah. Uh, Glory Road six. Uh, I mean, That's I, I get yeah. it. I get yeah. it being top ten. It was a very good movie. I just mm-hmm. a few movies I would have put apart. Ah, number five. Number five is that <clears throat> love story where if you want a woman to watch a basketball movie, this is the movie. This is it. This is the <laughs> movie right here. Love and basketball. Oh yeah. This is the original Netflix and chill movie right here. <laughs> right? Love and basketball. You so many women watch that dudes were fronting like, yo, I don't like that shit. But then you watch them like, yo, you can't front on that. Love and basketball. Yeah, it was good. It was a love story. It was a basketball movie. It was a movie about, you know, fathers pushing their kids, um, fathers being shitty fathers, mm-hmm. um, not necessarily getting everything in life you think you were going to get or feel like you were old, and then ultimately um, enjoying and appreciating what you do have in life. Mm-hmm. So, so love and basketball is definitely a top five movie in my book. Absolutely. I think you guys agree with that. Yep. Omar Epps. Number four, Jesus Shuttlesworth. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> now I saw something recently that said, and I forget the player. Of course, I was going. I'm gonna draw a blank now. It wasn't supposed to be Ray Allen. 
Oh, shit. Um, it was supposed to be somebody else instead of Ray Allen, and they passed oh it. God. And I can't remember who it was. Um, comment section, people, if you guys want to hit that Google machine, let me know. But there was somebody else that was supposed to play Jesus Shuttlesworth um, in that movie, and I, and I can't remember right now who it was. But yeah, that is also a classic-ass movie. Denzel, Denzel. Ray Allen did pretty good. Yeah, I think he was a rookie that year, right? Yeah, he was. Right, yeah, he was a rookie. But I, I could always watch that movie. You could be out and I'll watch it all the time, you know. Yeah, anytime it's on, I'll, I'll, I'll see through it. It is funny, though, because I watched it, I want to say, two weeks ago. Um, and at the time, you're like, yo, this is great. Now you watch it and you're like, damn, Ray Allen looks shook. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there's not many actors who can, who, who are an actor who could play alongside Denzel and, and you know not be a little so yeah I, I got Denzel and Leo was my one in one A so it's this knucklehead behind me he saw me scroll to number three he's like how is that number three clearly never seen it number three white man can't jump you gotta you gotta watch Jay you gotta watch that movie they gotta watch Not it too. It, yeah, if you, no, if you haven't seen it can't jump. I love number three White man can't jump is the shit. Oh, he's dope. You got Rosie Perez when Rosie Perez was 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 banging. Oh yeah. The only thing better than Rosie Perez here is Rosie Perez and do the right thing. And y'all know what I'm talking about with the little oh, ice. I suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the oh, only yeah. time Rosie Perez is getting better. But uh, yeah, yeah. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. White, white man can't jump was shit, man. White man can't jump was, was the hustlers movie was. Oh yeah. So, Must see. Number two and number one. I don't disagree with them. I personally disagree in their order. Mm -hmm. So per this list, number two was Coach Carter. That was a real good one. Carter was my personal favorite basketball movie of all time. Um, I think that should have been number one. I'm not going to sit here and say it's much better than what was number one. You know, it's a personal choice, but I'm glad that Coach Carter got the love here. What do you guys Mm -hmm. think about Coach Carter? Uh, I loved it, the whole story, you know, the coach coming in, putting his stamp on the team. It just, it showed heart in the movie, what those kids had to go through, what he had to go through, and how hard he fought for those kids. I I can watch it every single time. It never gets old. And that's one of the few movies I've seen in the theater, so I hate going to the theater. Yeah. That was one of the movies I went to see. Yeah, that was What about you, Leo? Uh, I'm a big fan of Samuel L. Jackson. I mean, he has a lot of movies. But, you know, <laughs> you know, his ability to show his acting range and the story itself was was nice. Uh, I'm a I'm a fan of Coach Carter. My my number one as well. I, I call Coach Carter uh, <laughs> dangerous mind should have been. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And number one again. This is personal preference. I don't disagree with it. Here, you know, is Hoosiers, classic movie. You know, transcends multiple generations. You know, mm-hmm. Hoosiers will always be in that top category of, of basketball films. So, you know, yeah. what do you guys think? I've honestly never seen the movie. I know I'm going to fight for it. I've never had any just ambition to watch it. Now, I have to because it's like a basketball movie and I'm big into it. But just that movie, I never took the time to sit down and go, okay, I'm going to watch this movie. But I'm going to want to sit down and watch it. So, yeah, to Leon's credit, we were talking off, off camera and... Mm-hmm. Uh, neither one of you have seen it, which I was kind of like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I know Leon did catch it. Uh, Jake dropped the ball, you know, pun intended. So what do you think, Leon? Watching Hoosiers for the first time in 2020, what do you think? You know, for its time, it was actually pretty good. Uh, you know, Gene Hackman, uh, I remember him from, you know, Replacements, Enemy mm-hmm. of the State. He's always yelling in every movie. He has an intensity. Yeah. He has an intensity which is shown in Hoosiers, but the basketball story itself is pretty nice with a, mm-hmm. uh, a young kid, you know, destined, he's a good basketball player in, in the county, but, you know, he really didn't have the desire to play. And, you know, everyone had on Chuck Taylors. That's what I was most <laughs> impressed with. It was, it was a good movie. Um, I was better great. than I expected. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's hard to watch <clears throat> that movie now, you know, with, with the advances we've made. And that, that goes for a lot of movies, you know, the cult classics that you kind of watch and you're like, yo, that movie's dope. And you go back and you watch it now with the technology and everything, you're like, mm, 
shit's trash. <laughs> right. But I, I think Hoosiers will always transcend, you know, mm. time. It's one of those, you know, great movies. Um, not just great basketball movies, just a great movie in general. Well, yeah, again, I don't personally have an issue with it being number one. For me, I would have just went Coach Carter, number one, and Hoosiers, too. But again, you, you know, it's right. getting hairs here. There's some movies on the that weren't on the list that you might be able to recommend or uh, avoid in that matter. Mm. Uh, uh, I'm sure everybody's seen this one. Team Wolf was a, I think it was underrated. I just, Team Wolf. I thought, I, that was pretty dope is Michael J. Fox and the whole, he didn't know his dad was a werewolf. So it was a cheesy 80s movie, but you know, right. that's the most of those movies in that era. Like, oh, right, something you can watch with your family right now. You know, you got exactly. free time to do so. There, there's one movie that I say is absolute trash. Should not be associated with basketball. Get the fuck out of here. They even got the wrong dog for the motherfucking movie. <laughs> Air Bud. <laughs> throw that shit all the way the fuck away. Get, just throw that shit away. Trash it. You know, um, one bad basketball movie that I can watch. Um, is Eddie. Yes, I, I was going to mention that. Uh, it's a bad movie. The movie's trash. The movie's ass. Absolute trash. But I'll always watch it. I can't explain why. It was. You know, it's some shit that you can see Dolan really doing in real life. <laughs> you know, Eddie was trash, but I will always, always watch Eddie when it's on. So, you know, What's another one? One more. Um, the Sixth Man. I, I always like that movie. I'm not. I've watched. I've been. Oh fuck out. I, 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 I no, fuck Sixth Man. No, it definitely gets me emotional because like the whole thing with his brothers helping him, and then you can just see him at the end. But, I always no, get emotional with it. You're right. You're right. It's a really bad movie, but I watch it. <laughs> exactly. It was just like. Man. Remember when the nigga jumped from half court and the spirit just got him? <laughs> Everybody was like, "Oh come on, man!" Kind of like that Angels in the Outfield nonsense. Like, why am I watching this? But you know what? I already invested time in it. I might as well keep yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that movie, that's a good one, man. Um, another one. Um, I'm, I'm going through Joanna Man. Joanna, oh, man. Yes. Joanna so, Man. Oh, man. So, Joanna Man is a movie that where, uh, who was it? Uh, uh, David A. Nunez. <laughs> it's kicked out of the NBA. Hey, <laughs> hey buddy. You said hi? You said hi to Henry, Jay, and Leon? Yeah, Bubba. <laughs> oh, man, it's a movie where uh, <laughs> NBA player gets kicked out of the NBA, dresses in drag to play the WNBA for about. Randy, Randy has a really good one, basketball. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, yes. basketball. And that is a life group crossover. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, Randy. That is a good one, basketball. And uh, for those who may know, I've uh, watched uh, Sunset Park with uh, Fred Rowe. Fraggle Star, Rio Perlman from Cheers. Uh, set in Brooklyn, high school mm -hmm. team. You know, your typical loser to winner uh, story. About an hour and a half. You put some time with it. What was the movie with, with Common and... Um, Queen Latifah? Yeah. Just right. That's that was ass. Okay. Ass. Um, that, the they, they tried to remake Love and Basketball and did a horrible job. It was awful. Like that the, the Nets won't even promote so bad. It. Like, like the Nets won't even promote it. Yeah, that that was brutal. Like I said, they try to remake Love and Basketball. Uh, Love and Basketball. You know what else should count? Even though it's not a basketball movie, but because Shaq's clown ass was in it, Shazam! That oh shit was God. great. You liked it? <laughs> I did. I, like, uh, when I was I, that shit was hot. I like the, the the I like the newest Shazam that came out. I, I, I was surprised <laughs> by that. I can't fuck with Shaq Shazam. <laughs> I, I, I got a I got a couple more for you. I watched uh, Uncut Gems. Uh, I gotta see that. A couple nights ago. I haven't That's seen KG, uh, Adam Sandler, and uh, it gets pretty good eye candy in there. Okay. It's it's a it's a good story. You got me. You, you, I'm listening. <laughs> uh, you know KG plays his role pretty well. You got Mike Francesa. Uh, I'm got the cameo in there. I'm good. No fucking. But, but Adam, Adam Sandler he. Plays the role pretty well. He runs around the city in uh, gambling debt. You know, eye candy. You know, it's, it's, it's a good movie. It's about two and a half hours long. I, I, I recommend. I heard good things. I got to check that out. I haven't seen that one yet. 
I know we're missing something. This movie's running through my head. I can't even. I know we're missing something. And it's I, have, movies. I have one more. Yeah, shoot. Anyone ever seen Trainwreck? I mean, it's not a really a good movie, but it has LeBron in it. It, it features uh, Amy Schumer and. Uh, Wait, is that the one with John? Bill Hader. On, with who? But John John Cena's in that movie, right? Is that the one? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that actually was wasn't bad. That was actually funny. It, it wasn't bad. That was entertaining. No, uh, no, no, no. I mean, I'm not a fan of Amy Schumer, but you know, the cameos in there were pretty funny. It was, you know, it was decent oh, too. I hit the Google machine. I forgot this one. The air up there. Yes, thank you. The Jimmy Doe was shaking. Me. The air up there. Oh, <laughs> Matumbo's big ass. No, that wasn't Matumbo. That was uh, Manu Bull, right? Yes, no, Manu Bull. It was just no. Was it Matumbo or Manu Bull? I thought it was Bull. Neither one. It was some um. It was just some, I think, regular actor. And he, nah, he was, that was Manu Bull. I'm, I'm pretty sure he wasn't in it. I'm, I'm 100% sure, actually. But that, yeah, that, yeah, shit yeah. A, that shit got a half a star rating. How? <laughs> I know it was Kevin Bacon, but damn, that movie was dope. Yeah, I, 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 think, uh, I think Jacob is right. It's neither. It's just a tall-ass African dude. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So racist yeah, bastards, all tall, the two tall Africans we know, Manu Bo and, <laughs> and Matumbo, that's it. One of them niggas was in the movie. <laughs> did you know that Kevin Durant made a movie? Thunderstruck. Huh? Thunderstruck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would never watch call? Jay called it. He called it. I heard it's it. Bad like Mike. It's worse than like Mike. <laughs> Thunderstruck. I got to check that just to laugh. I, I would never know. I, I saw the preview. And that shit was straight by Suda. All I, I, I didn't even have to watch that shit. Nah, I'm good. So yeah, there's a bunch of movies out there you can you can try to you know check out. Um, you know, Basketball Diaries, Hoosiers. Yeah. If you uh, guys haven't seen you it, guys, if you guys are in the group, catch a movie that you wanna talk about, or you know, throw throw a post up in the basketball group. You know, things have been pretty bad without the season, but. Mm-hmm. Put it up. We'll talk about it. If we didn't see it, we'll see it. We'll talk some shit about it. So, so also during the season, uh, many of these guys have, didn't realize that Damian Lillard was a music star, uh, mm-hmm. as a rapper. A good one. Yeah, he's really good. <laughs> and we've seen our share of some bad ones. Uh, Kobe for one. Kobe oh, was oh. <laughs> Shaq was another. Yeah, he mm-mm. But, but you know what, Shaq, it works for Shaq because Shaq's just an entertainer. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, it's Shaq, you know. Oh, and, man. Oh. Can I say one more movie? Which one? And I just saw it. Celtic Pride. Huh. Celtic Pride. But they didn't win either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was trash. But they, when they, they, uh, they jacked them up. Yeah, yeah. That was bad. It was the adult version of Home Alone. That shit was yeah, horrible. Dan Acker and David Stern kidnapped. Yeah, that shit was horrible. Sure, rash. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, going back to the music, didn't AI make move, uh, music? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he did. Okay. AI it, it was bad. I think Tony Parker came out with some shit that was horrible. I mean, he also he had also in French, so yeah, he had two markers to sell to, but Chris Webb, <laughs> uh, trash. Let me see, like, there's gotta be something on that. Uh, Victor Oladipo is a is a pretty good R and B singer. Actually. Yeah, he could actually really? sing. Yeah, 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 he can sing. He was on the Masked Singer. Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo. I gotta peep that. Okay. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. Kind of like the NBA version of uh, Trey Songs. I mean, he's probably putting it down like Trey Let's let's be real, man. They they got no shortage of of, of groupies. He's probably putting yeah, it down like Trey songs. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not a lot of artists that. Well, Wayman Tinsdale, if you remember him, Wayman Tinsdale, he yeah, for Sacramento, he was a good, you know, artist. On our test, you know, <laughs> I. <laughs> speaking of which, back when I I lived back in you know Long City for a bit, you know, he used to go out and you know. Go through the neighborhood and whatnot, sell his albums. Yeah, right out the trunk. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, he's a man of the people. He's a bit crazy, but mm-hmm. his rapping wasn't all that good. But you know, his name. 
it, it's the thing the, 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 the hip hop culture goes hand in hand with NBA. It, it always has since like maybe the late 80s, early 90s. You know, right now you think NBA culture, you immediately think um, hip hop culture. Um, I'll give you an example of that, which we spoke about earlier. Look at the 90s dress code in the NBA. Look at what these niggas dressed in the 90s. Tim Duncan was like a fucking substitute teacher. Good. Dude, Jay, Jay came to me the other day on his phone like that. Who's that? I'm like, yo, that's Melo. He's like, oh, he looked like MC Hammer. Yeah, his suit was all baggy and shit. Oh, man, oh. he was in. I mean, the, it was just. Yo, we, we had some of the worst. Like, even now, we go back and look at some of the baggy jeans we wore when we were teens. Oh, teaching. God. I was like, it was terrible. Paco jeans, freaking. Parasuco. Remember the Parasuco with different colors? <laughs> you know what pissed me off about Parasucos? I was stupid poor, right? So with the Parasucos, you couldn't get away. In regular jeans, you could rock them shits four, five days in a row. Uh-huh. Parasucos, you couldn't do that kind of colors. The colors threw you off, niggas. Like, yo, you uh-huh. want the blue ones on Tuesday, nigga. Oh, yeah. And had you had the one with the dragon. All down the damn side. The you remember the one with the dragon? If you had the one with the dragon, you were popping. <laughs> They That's had the, the, jacket, the leather jacket and shit. Oh, uh, that with the Avarex jackets. Man, oh my god. The eight ball jackets. I mean, man, it's been man, NBA it's been dress code back then was, was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, a lot of people cried about racism when David Stern kind of attacked them. Mm-hmm. But in dressing, he put in an actual dress code. A lot of them felt like they were attacking their culture. Um, I was one of those people. I felt that way. I still do. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that David Stern didn't understand what he had mm-hmm. in a generation of players. You know, he here's an old white man at the time was in the 60s. He doesn't understand the culture of hip hop mm-hmm. and the dress, you know, people do rags, you know, may not have been what he wanted to see or the image he wanted. Did, wait, didn't they put, didn't they airbrush AI's tattoos out of a, a magazine cover? Yeah. Yes, you're right. But it was yeah, like all kind of shit. Like he was trying to change how these guys were. You know, and I, I guess in the long run it worked out because you know mm-hmm. not a they're fashionable man. Them dudes come James Harden and and, and Westbrook coming some stuff that you know. Not true. A little, little questionable. You know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I I can mm. I I can see where it could be a bit uh, a racist. Uh, racist tones mm-hmm. and then you can go into the fact well yeah they're employed by this person so they mm-hmm. gotta go into work this way and that way you gotta represent the league i mean I, mean, I, I like to see you know you had a lot of young players and i think you have to celebrate their individuality which mm-hmm. i think the current version of nba embraces more pause and give some tissue you know, these dudes know yo I'm gonna get drafted. I'm gonna wear something pop, and they're gonna talk about my suit. Right. But they take that Deion Sanders approach, you know, on draft. Um, press conferences, they're making sure they're having their fly colors or, or them, them pants that, you know, them, them capri pants that the dudes be wearing now. Mm-hmm. Like seven feet rocking capri pants coming up to their knees. But I don't, I don't fucks with it, but I understand mm-hmm. that's, that's how they dress and the individuality. So I get it. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Speaking of the music infused in basketball, remember when Barclays Center opened up, Jay Z mm-hmm. had sold out shows like the first two weeks to open up the, the, yeah. the arena. Mm-hmm. And part owner of a team, then once he sold the team, they trended more towards Biggie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Kooji infused. Uh, which they should have. Which uh, I thought they should have done uh-huh. much sooner, but uh, I mean, better late than never. Mm hmm. That's a whole nother conversation because I think uh, I think that was the first deal Jay-Z was doing on the business front that he realized he got taken advantage of. Um, you know, they they swallowed up Brooklyn. They they gave they gave a lot of land, um, a lot of eminent domain. There was a lot of bad things that came with that Barclays Arena, man. Brooklyn took a big hit for that one. You look at uh, Drake, he didn't he inspired the city uniforms for Raptors. Yeah, yeah. He's heavily involved in, in the Raptors business, much less in the is he, part, is he like a small percentage owner in, in the I, Raptors? I think so. 
I thought he was just like an ambassador or something like no, that. No, no, okay. something, like oh, okay. something. I thought he owned a small percentage of them. Oh, okay. Uh, Usher is a part time owner of the Cavaliers. Oh, right? Cavaliers. Oh, the Cavs? I thought it was something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Justin Timberlake's a time owner of the Grizzlies. Of course. I know that. And Eminem is a bit in with the Pistons. Yeah. And LeBron James owns them all. <laughs> he owns the whole league. Pretty much. So, yeah, Jimmy Jimmy Buffett's pretty uh big down in Miami. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Justin Bieber, you know, I'm a I'm a big Bieber fan actually. For what it's worth, I, I mean, uh, I think he's talented just despite the other nonsense you know he deals with. But I had this conversation not too long ago with somebody about Justin Bieber. Um, I can't imagine being that talented. And having your childhood taken away from you, and then growing up and everyone, mm-hmm. so I can't pretend to know what that's. Like, I'm sure that's not easy. No. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely talented. I'll give you that. He's some of his songs I rock with. I won't watch. Yeah, he came out with a new album pretty recently. Yeah, I gotta check that one out. I, I rock with the newest stuff. All that. Oh baby, baby. I ain't fine with that. Man, Usher, by the way, I, I think dropped off tremendously. I don't know what happened. STDs happened. That's what happened. <laughs> he running around town burning chicks. <laughs> Literally. Don't forget that. He's out here burning chicks. Around the same girl with R. Kelly, right? He's a Well, now, I mean, at least Usher's probably, if he's burning somebody. R. Kelly's. Yeah, yeah I, I know. I mean, it's I it's I can fly. I know. It's, it, he, man. Just the shit he did, like his song, you can enjoy. I mean, from Bump and Grind and all that, you know, I believe I can fly the world's greatest. Now, when you talk, when you think back of Bump and Grind, I'm like, yo, were you talking about somebody of age? Exactly. Like, what the fuck, yo, what's wrong with you? I'm just I, saying, I, 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 Kelly's hard to fuck with. It's one of them things, like if I'm in the car solo and it comes on, <laughs> and you, throw, you start saying, you know, somebody, you know, no, I'm changing it. You know, I'm not listening to <laughs> Oh, man. So, Damn. will we ever see the light of day when we walk outside again? Eh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, but if we do, um, another area that is kind of taking a, a life of his own, thanks to Mr. MJ, is So, if we see the light of day, we're going to have some kicks on our feet and, and sneak it. <laughs> been synonymous with the NBA, mm-hmm. not just from wearing them to play, but, you know, fashion, you know, MJ started it. MJ's a billion dollar brand on his own. Mm-hmm. Other dudes have their own sneakers. I got a little mini sneaker head here. <laughs> Everything, one of 14. <laughs> Man. His pops got a pretty kick-ass collection himself, but so. I've kind of trended away from the Jordans and, and I'm more of a, wait, is it here? I'm kind of more of a Yeezy guy. Ah, okay. Um, comfort, man. You know, you get, you get my age, you start worrying about comfort. And um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm that's still true. To be stylish, but I'm gonna do it with some Yeezys, man. They come mm-hmm. out. I mean, not to mention the price, you know, because you know you start out depending on the size, like size yeah. five, six for kids. It's pretty affordable once you get to mm-hmm. above 10, 11. That's yeah. when you start going. Eh. You know, sometimes I get lucky because I'm a 14. Oh, okay. So because I'm a 14, I can get stuff. You know, he he's 12 or 12 and a half. You know, he, his stuff runs out because that's the, the average size. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I get stuff and he's like, how'd you get it? And I'm like, sometimes being 14 is, is you know, a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, so the evolution of the sneaker, is, is, is pretty radical. Mm-hmm. Share my screen for a bit. Show you the... Chuck Taylor's. Oh. Yeah, my dude's always been on Chuck Taylor's. I don't, even when he played ball, I used to get pissed at him. I'm like, Leon, you're going to F your ankles up. Yeah, that's what you do, man. And I told you it was going to happen. <laughs> One of the biggest things is when rappers create sneakers, when they do collabs with sneaker friends like Jordan, yeah, like you got Drake with OVO leads and like 12 and all this. Mm-hmm. That's dope. I thought I had it. Nigga Leon had a whole sound studio going on. I know, right? You making beats too? You did shit. <laughs> he got an NCAA bracket. He, he got a, a beat going. 
know what he's doing with his free time. <laughs> oh man, I, I can't find it. Yeah, with me, my sneaker game, I'm just I'm like an Air Max guy, like 95s. I've always been big into. Like, uh, Air Max 95, 97. Oh my god, 97s. Oh man, so when Griffey started getting crossover, when Griffey really started getting into Air Max. Yo, there you go. Ooh. There you go. That's it. Wait, who's it? Those are those are pops. Ooh. Those are pops. Those are pops. But yeah, hold on. Let me get my. This is my met pair. This is another crossover. Oh, oh man, you can get the foam posits. So foams. I hate those. Oh, I don't bring. I don't usually bring these out until oh, the season starts. Until okay. the season starts. That's when I bring them out. <laughs> those are the next tape ones. <laughs> we ain't fuck with the mess. Those are the mixtape, mixtape. <laughs> but yeah, you see, I rock with those. Harachis, I'm I'm good on. But they're comfortable. Like like you said, when so, you get older, the, you just the foams are right to look at. I just I can't fit the foams. I'm, I, I can't. They they look too weird on my inside. They're uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm taking comfort over everything right now. Mm-hmm. Press those. I still wear those a little bit. Press those are they're all real comfortable. Oh my god, they're just light. Yo, the LeBrons, man, as much as I like them, those aren't yes. comfortable to me. I I got the 13s and I'm okay with them. But we'll see when I if I play in them. But PGs are comfortable. I'm flat footed. So oh. like the LeBrons and the and the foams, they you know, they curve real heavy uh-huh. on the side with oh, the basketball shoes. So I can't fuck with those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's definitely like a tight fit. Yes. Okay. I I finally found it. Well damn time. Yeah. So, here to Chuck Taylor's. Okay. And okay, trying to scroll down like it's on my screen. <laughs> see it? Air Force Ones. I see the Air Force Ones. Give me two got the first. Got first pair of joints here. Yep. Yes. We go down to the Air Force Ones. So Air Force Ones, I always, my son can tell you to this day, I get a crisp pair of white on white. Mm-hmm. In our generation, we called them 5411 because they were 49.99 plus tax. Uh-huh. There you go. <laughs> uh, those and the Reeboks classics, we call them the 5411s. Oh man, but, uh, yeah, man, you can't go wrong. These are you can't go wrong with those. Man, if, I... I'm, if I'm not mistaken, Rob got married with those on. Really, Rob had Rob, and if he's still watching, Rob, let me know if I'm right. Rob and his uh, groomsmen had on 11s. That's the Yeah, you can go grilling in these. These are like all-purpose sneakers. Mm-hmm. My daughter, I got a pair from my daughter. She's four. She loved them. She wanted to wear them like every day. These, I believe, are the uh, female, what was it, the uh, Lisa Leslie's. Well, I had never seen those no, in my yeah. life. Yep. Good Lord. Dope. Yeah, my daughter actually has those. Yeah, those are dope. The 13s. The 13s are comfortable shoes. They're comfortable. Mm-hmm. That tongue is too big, though. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Oh, yeah. Oh, I the tongue never too big. Oh, these, yeah. These are the Kyrie's mm-hmm. with the Gary Snell uh, edition. Super. Trash. Trash. SpongeBob collection. Trash. <laughs> Like his net career so far. I can rock, I can rock with those all day. Yeah, I like those. Kobe's the focus. Oh yeah. Good luck on finding them. No, I I tried. No, I think the best Kobe's Kobe nines or Kobe tens. Kobe tens are fire. Kobe tens. You got that right. <laughs> the tens are freaking. A Candace Parker's. Those are actually not bad. Yeah, sure. I like those. Those look like you actually have to play ball in them. You just can't go. <laughs> Those are ball shoes, yeah. Kawhi. He knows, but I can rock with those. Those are the Kawhi's? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, New Balances, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. He must got a long-ass foot. Another, Ka- I, another Kawhi shoe. I'm not going to lie, Leon. You remember I always used to rock New Balances? Mm-hmm. Always, I always had because yeah. they always had foot action. They had like this two for eighty nine. I used to get like the all white pair and a few other pairs that you couldn't really find. I, your mom, your mom made you wait to wear the second pair, right? Hell yeah! 
Don't you go out there messing up your damn shoe? Nah. This, this is something you could wear to work. These are Spencer Dinwiddie shoes. No, throw them shit. I never seen them. All the way out here, corner store. Hell out here. I never seen those before. Those are the those are the bodega threes. The dude behind it, the, the, the bodega counter slicing the meat. That's what he's rocking. <laughs> Yo, cut the meat. I played ball in. I, I give credit to, to Marbury for these kicks. So these kicks were fire, number one. They were comfortable, number two. They were affordable. What were they, 20 bucks? Yep, twenty bucks. And 50%, 50%, I believe, of those sales went to a charity. Uh-huh. You can't go wrong with strawberries. Oh yeah, man. Steven Berries, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, memories. That's crazy. Yo, Leon, you dropped the ball. Uh, there's a pair of kicks you didn't have on there. Which which one of those? The Hewings. Oh yeah, how do you forget about those, man? The Hewings, bro. Yeah, those are those man. was something. Those and uh, the big was... the E wing, the big E wing. Yep. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think I actually had a pair. Oh, I think everybody had a pair. I had the. I oh, had, yeah. I, had, I, had the I had the Jordan fives. I had the pennies. Okay. I had the pennies. Mm-hmm. And I didn't I, have I, I, really I didn't have any good sneakers until I was like honestly, um, on my own. Yep. You know, That's we were real rough, and you know. Mom and dad just couldn't afford it. And I understood it. So I didn't have like mm-hmm. my first pair of kicks till I was like 20 mm-hmm. myself. And I realized we're spending $200 on a pair of kicks for us. Oh, yeah. So right. I'm with you there. Yeah. And, and many of these shoes here are around like the 90 to mm-hmm. $200 range, except for, you know, the Chuck Taylors. You can get them for about 50, 60 bucks. Yep. Air Force Ones are actually. They're about ninety bucks. Air Force Ones right now are hundred. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah. They're <sighs> like Nelly but, said, you scuffing yeah. you fucking the whole night. Air Force Ones are comfortable, man. That's, and it just looks so go to. Yep. They're clean. Mhm. Ah oh, man, remember the freaking <laughs> what was it? the white tees in the fucking Air Force Ones? That's right. Come outside, you white tees, That's it. You get a pack of three tees. You iron them. You press them. You rock them outside. That's it. Absolutely. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> and like you know, you go to school, you go to school, fresh pair of kicks, you don't step uh-huh. on them, can't get a crease in them. You, <laughs> you try to rock those as long as you can, as hard mm-hmm. as you can, and then hope you don't get robbed. Yo, not me, because I walk a certain way, dude, just to make sure I don't crease my shoes. <laughs> it's important. My shoe doesn't hurt. Yo, he got the uh-huh. shit ass walk. <laughs> Thank you, my shoes. Bend your legs, dude. Like bend your knee. Bend at the knee. It's okay, man. He laughs me, but I can never say I completely did. Like you know what? You know what sneakers I love comfort wise, looks wise, but I hate because they won't bend. The threes. Love threes. Love them. Love them. Love them. They're smooth. They're comfortable, but they stay creasing. All the time, it, it it's impossible to to, yeah, to stop. You can't really. It's it's a pain, man. Mm-hmm. One thing I do have to say is they came out with crease protectors. So you put them like they're like little inserts that you put in your shoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't crease. I put that on cool. my bed fours and they haven't creased yet. Yeah, okay. like little insoles insoles that you pop in. But I I mean I don't know if those. He says they work. On no, them. they do, and they're comfortable. You don't realize they're there. Oh, you leave them on. Yeah. While you're going, because like back in the day, they didn't really have all this stuff to protect your sneakers. Mm-hmm. Well, Mr. Man over here, he got smart. What he started doing is he charges his classmates to restore sneakers. He paints there you them. Go. He cleans them, takes the laces out. So, you know, them dudes get lazy. He making some cake off of it. There you go. Like his dad. There you go, man. Oh, wait, get rid of creases too? You just put a hot towel over the sneaker and then iron the creases out. Oh, yeah, I've seen them do that. Works. It actually works. Holy shit! I've seen him do that. Yeah, yeah, he, he's definitely. He's, uh, way. he's a hustler like his pops, you know. There you go. That's it. Here you go. Yeah, this has been. Uh, uh, it's the hustler. 
Give us a dip set too while we at it. We're ready, dip, man. Dip. We can have a whole music podcast on the road. Oh God, no. Straight you know, actually, if someone I um just slipped my mind. Remember uh Master P after we played for the Toronto Raptors. Yes. Oh yes. Oh yeah. That's right. He was actually pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. I heard oh. Master P was nice. Kevin Hart is nice. Yeah. Like Kevin Hart, them celebrity basketball games, he'd be whooping ass. Oh yeah. You hey, know what? Yeah, I mean, What's the other dude? He's left. Oh shit! What the hell is Quavo? Quavo. He yeah, that's what Jason said. Yeah, Quavo. He can play. I was like, plays better than he raps. Yeah. I wanted Joe Budden to slap the fire out them niggas. All three of them. Pat, pat, pat. Um, yo, Jay Colkin ball. Yes. Jay Cole can ball, yep. Jay Cole is nice. Uh, surprisingly, Adam Sandler can ball. Mm-hmm. Well, one white man can't jump. Uh, oh, daddy told us jumpers. You can't There was somebody else that, that was uh, a damn good ball player. He used to ball a lot in the celebrity games. The Obama's freaking like assistant or whatever the hell he was. He stayed dropping buckets on people. Yeah, that was... Obama's assistant? Yeah, like he, he plays in like every single celebrity game now. The I dude think, is just. I mean, I, I'd like to see a game between Trump and Obama. Oh, Lord. That would be. Let that rock. Man, they got to shut that down. They'll never yeah, let that like... shit happen. It'd be like no. Eddie Murphy. You won't stand still. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They were, they were FBI about to shut us down any minute now. I know, right? Oh man, Joe yeah. minorities. You know how he does that this little. This was fun. Because I'm glad we got to do this. Yeah, man, this, <laughs> is, this is real. Yeah, you know, three New York guys talking sneakers, <laughs> oh, movie, shit. and music. This is man. This shit will last for hours. It really can go. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I understand you have an upcoming uh, show. Yep. Monday, six o'clock, Dong City. Um. Or maybe six thirty. I'm always watching the time. Vince be getting mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> we on six. Like nigga, it's the same time every time. <laughs> but uh, I think it's six thirty. Six thirty Monday, Dong City. We got a bunch of things to address. Um, keep you guys entertained as we usually do, and um, you know, stay tuned. Any parting words, Mr. Moses? Uh, thank you, Henry, for coming on. Jay, it's been good having y'all. Yeah. Great insight. Like we all said, New York dudes. I mean, who's better? Yeah, I said that shit. Fuck y'all. <laughs> All day. But now, <laughs> this has been another good show. I mean, number five. We're going to keep it running. I, I will say, um, everyone listening, just, you know, use your better judgment. You know, they're requesting social distancing. That's a new term we're learning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, keep your distance from people. Stay indoors. Don't go out if you don't have to. And, uh, you know, use common sense. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. Um, but you know, in all, you know, li- listen to the CDC, mm-hmm. local officials about you know what's going on, and, and stay tuned, man. Because if you're not sick, you don't want to get sick, and if you are sick, you don't want to get someone else sick because you may be healthy, but somebody's grandmother, somebody's grandfather may not be healthy. So mm-hmm. your ass is home. Exactly. And while you're home, you can watch these movies. So- <laughs> Leon, I know you got to work as as do I, so you know, be safe out there, brother. Yep, same here. Well. Definitely, y'all guys be safe. Oh, you too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They got us, man. We talking oh, shit. Yeah. The three of us got to work. I know, right? Monday morning, my black ass got to be there at eight. Essential. <laughs> yeah, essential. Employ my ass. <laughs> Leon said, "Pay us like we essential." <laughs> so my boss, I was like, "Yo, that's the only time you ever call me essential in your motherfucking life." <laughs> Now a nigga essential. How essential am I come raise time? Oh, <laughs> I, I ain't got it, man. I ain't got it. <laughs> nah, I can't complain. I can't complain. They take care. Yeah, I mean, like I said, people, people out there. I'm, I'm. Once yeah. they say, Jacob, you gotta come in, and he's like, you know what? I'm, whatever. You know, people out yeah. there losing their jobs. My heart's to them. You know, I'm blessed enough to have it. My job is safe for now. You know, just gonna. Just be careful, fellas. You know, you are coming in contact with with things and people. You don't want to bring any of that shit home and, you know, to your loved ones. So just be safe out there.
And on that note, guys, be safe. Take care of your families. Thank you again, Henry, for coming on. Thank Jay, you for having me. And uh, catch you next time on the Step Back. Sir, Kobe. Now hit some Korean.